Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is some reasons why some people are saying that we are in the tribulation, that it has started. Now, I'm not ready to say it has yet, but boy, the reasons continue to stack up daily. And by the way, thank you so much for sending us your emails, your information, things you see out there that are related to Bible prophecy. And so, yes, send them to our email, Ask Stan. And if I say the rest of it, then I get global emails from all kinds of garbage out there. So anyway, the first article says Biden joins over 400 trade groups in calling on Congress to pass legislation to avert the crippling rail strike. Now, I could probably spend an hour on this, but I think everybody understands what's really going on. Is it really that there's a, a fight or an argument between the workers and the ownership? Or is this another way to start shutting down America and specifically and the world in general? Because they're trying to bring us to chaos. Remember on the front of the book Morals and Dogma by Abba Pike, which is the Bible of the, uh, the world government people, it says, Ordo ab chaos, at least my copy did, which means order out of chaos. Chaos? What chaos? A chaos they create. New world order? <laughs> yeah, in other words, they want to, let's put it this way. If the old world order is working just fine, the one that's based upon the Bible, then why come up with a new world order? So the first thing they have to do is tear up or break or destroy the old world order so they can bring in a new world order, and this is all part of it. This article goes in talking about we have had how it would have a wide impact on the U.S. economy. It wouldn't take long for the efforts of the rail strike to trickle through the economy. Many businesses only have a few days' worth of raw materials and space for finished goods. Makers of food, fuel, cars, chemicals would all feel the squeeze. Commuters would be left stranded because many passenger railroads use tracks owned by freight railroads. An extended rail shutdown has not happened for a century, mainly because there wasn't time. In other words, some of them really happened because there was a disagreement. I can't help but think that this one is designed. Why would I say that? Well, let's say we're not talking about just a railroad strike. We have also, over the number of months, seen that food producers, processors, food suppliers have been strangely destroyed. We've also seen how the Colorado River is almost dry. We've seen how the western United States has been turned into a Kendall house with all sorts of fires, with all sorts of dryness, people not getting enough water, not just for the lawn, but not enough water to drink and not enough water to, to water their, to make their, their crops grow. Then we talk about Mauna Loa, last interrupted 38 years ago, and now it is starting to erupt. erupt. Now, I don't think that's an accident, and I don't think that's the last days. I think that that is a scale away. We talked about this a lot, which is a technology that can make large parts of the atmosphere extremely hot or extremely cold. And, of course, that is what causes tornadoes and hurricanes. It can also go underground. It can cause uh, earthquakes. It can cause volcanoes to erupt. It can knock out anything in the sky, on the sea, under the sea, on the land, any place on the globe, anytime they want to with almost no proof of where it came from. It uh, was created in, in the 1960s originally by Nikola Tesla. 
and he gave it to the Americans, but the Americans couldn't make it work. Well, the Russians figured out how to make it work, and now I believe it's gone beyond Russia. I think the Molochs have it, and they are bringing the climate change. You have to understand, climate change is their plan to put their man upon the throne of God because it's going to give them... In good times, there's no reason to make changes. So it helps them to destroy the earth so that they can say, well, look, we've got to make a change here. And then they bring in all of the changes they want to bring. And, of course, one of them is taking the mark of the beast and worshiping his image and also worshiping the guy that sits on the real throne of God, as in the Antichrist. We also see, now I haven't reported on this recently, but the North Pole has been moving, uh, well, for probably 50 years. But the last two or three years, it's been moving at a rapid pace. So much so that a lot of people think that the poles are about to flip. Well, that is what Bible prophecy says is going to happen. And I don't have all the articles on it, but perhaps you've heard that in many places around the globe, animals have started walking in circles. Birds have started flying in circles. It would surprise me what mosquitoes are flying in circles, just endlessly, endlessly. Now, we don't know for certain what that is, but my guess is coming down to the portals, coming down to the high technology that is causing the climate change, causing the, the big bad floods and the hurricanes and things like that. We also see rising crime. We see criminals not being arrested or simply being released after they are arrested. We see that Congress is not even following its oath of office, and that's a long, uh, that's probably a program right there. Let's go on, though. Birth of the biostate. And you may be saying, what? Well, what it should be saying here is birth of the mark of the beast state. I'll show you. So following the recent G20 meeting in Bali, the leaders of the world's largest economies issued a joint declaration that among other things, called for the establishment of global vaccine passport and digital health ID scheme. Now that doesn't sound bad, does it? A global vaccine passport so that they know who has been vaccinated and who is not. And also a global digital health ID. That didn't sound too bad. Until you understand that really has nothing to do with the vaccine, well, little to do with the vaccine, it has a whole lot to do with ID. Why? Because they want to be able to identify those people that have the mark and those people that do not have the mark. If they don't have the mark, round them up and make them take the mark or lose their head, one or the other. To facilitate seamless international travel, that's the reason we have to have this. Interoperability and recognizing digital solutions and non-digital solutions, including proof of vaccinations. We'll look. Yeah, they want to get everybody vaccinated, and that's a that's a whole other issue, which I'm not going to, I'm going to get into right now. But the real direction at the end of the game, at the end of the day, where they really want to go with this is the mark of the beast. Now, this is one of the biggest things that has happened, I'm going to say in my lifetime, that shows that we're in the last days. Uh, and I talked about this briefly the other day. Ron Wyatt was told by the angel, says, when man brings out man's Ten Commandments, I'm going to bring out my real Ten Commandments. This article says activists are smashing tables, tablets, atop of Mount Sinai to launch a faith-based climate push. Now, never mind, it's not the real Mount Sinai. 
Never mind, it's not the real tablets. But it's a symbol. It's saying that they have now come out with man's Ten Commandments. That's huge. Uh, this has never happened. Well, it's probably not happened until since the days of Moses, which was, what was that? Uh, I forget the date. 1800 B.C.? So some 3,800 years or something in that ballpark. Then we look at Jerusalem. Faith leaders now have signed the Jerusalem Climate Declaration. And how do we know that this is the, the signing of the covenant? Because this is the covenant that is taking away God's Ten Commandments and bringing in man's Ten Commandments. That's how we know. So I, I can't say that this is saying positively that this is the start of the tribulation, but I can say it probably is. And I, I tell my wife the other day, I said, I'm, I'm waiting for some big catastrophe, some cataclysm, and I think it's going to pop the bubbles of all the pre-tribbers that think they're going to get pulled in the sky so they don't have to go through any of this. And when I see that, then I'm going to probably have to jump on the bandwagon and say, yeah, the tribulation has started. But I'm getting closer and closer as more of these things start happening. Then we talked about this the other day. Orthodox Jew, red heifer, miracle sparks talk of rebuilding of the temple. Do you realize that there has not been a red heifer without spot, without spot, without blemish? There's not been one of those born in Israel for like 2,500 years. Now, all of a sudden... They've got two red heifers in Israel that they are saying that they're going to be sacrificing. Now, what does that mean? Well, when they sacrifice these animals, then what they do is make a thing called a kalal out of the dung of the animal, which is a pot. And then they put the ashes of the animal in it. There's other, other details, hyssop and things like that, but I'm not going to explain that. But anyway, then they take a straw, they dip it down in the ashes, and they sprinkle it on the vats of water. Remember the vats of water Jesus turned from water to wine? Well, that's what they would do. Then they take hyssop, which is a weed that grows in Israel. They dip it in the water. They sprinkle it on the Sanhedrin. They sprinkle it on the temple. They sprinkle it on, on the horned altar. They sprinkle on the sacrifice. Anything that needs to be ceremonially pure, and that is what allows them to start animal sacrifice. Well, why is that important? Because in the middle of the tribulation, he shall cause the sacrifice and the oblation to cease. The Antichrist does. Well, they aren't sacrificing animals in Israel now, and they have not sacrificed those animals for, I don't know, what, over 2,000 2, years. So would you say it's significant when all of a sudden Israel has a couple of red heifers that they say they're going to be sacrificing? They say they're going to start temple sacrificing again. Would you also say that since we know that one of the, uh, one of the signs of the fall of America would be Omar ushers in Palestinian state, which I believe is saying that Israel will give the Palestinians a state. Well, okay, so if they give the Palestinians a state, why is that important? Because it also means that they get the territory that they want, the Jews want. And what do they want? They want the Temple Mount. Why do they want the Temple Mount? One of the big reasons is because they want to start animal sacrifice, because they do not accept Jesus and they believe that they've still got to follow all of the 613 laws in order to get to heaven. And they've got to have animal sacrifice. So if they believe that, then I guess a Jew has not been saved in the last 2,000 years. I don't even want to believe that. But anyway, 
But the point is, here we have two red heifers in Israel that they are, at this point, walking in the direction to kill and to use their ashes to start animal sacrifice in Israel. This has not happened in over 2,000 years. Do you think it's important? Do you think it's significant? Do you think it says something when they're about to do it here in 2022? Probably going to happen in 2023. Do you think that that's important? See, it does not say that the animal sacrifice, the Bible doesn't say the animal sacrifice has to start at the start of the tribulation. It just says that he stops the animal sacrifice in the middle of the tribulation. So if they start animal sacrifice because Israel gets their land back, gets their, their temple land back, if they start animal sacrifice, man, you know, that hadn't happened in 2,000 years. All of a sudden it happened in our lifetime right here before us. All of these other events are happening. <laughs> That's getting real close. to. We're going to have to start saying, okay, okay, okay. I guess the tribulation has started. I'm getting closer and closer to that. Homemade energy crisis, another refinery owned by Chevron. We talked about this the other day. But this is more examples. They're, they're causing a chaos. Remember on the front of the book, Morals and, Law, and, 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 and Dogma says, Ordo Ab Chaos, or Ordo Ab Chaos, which means Order Ab Chaos, a chaos they create so that they can have their new world order. This is part of it. Blowing up refineries. I think that they'll be blowing up electrical stations, shutting down the electrical grid, take, grid taking away our electronics, taking away our communications. All of this to bring in their world government. And I talked about this. 600 Levites now have written new worship songs and they're preparing to worship in the third temple. Okay, you put all that together. Those are, those are big signs. I mean, this has probably not happened in 2,000 years either. Yet all of these signs, all of these events are all happening, boom, 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 right back to back to back right now, ever since they broke the man's Ten Commandments up on Mount Sinai. Now, it's the fake commandments, and it's the fake Mount Sinai, but that doesn't make any difference. It still proves what they're saying. Then here's another. Water wars, several major rivers experiencing drought at the same time. I wonder what could be causing this. And we're talking about the Euphrates River is drying up. <laughs> well, that's the scripture. It says that the one of these days, the Euphrates River is going to dry up. Revelation 9, 14. Saying to the sixth angel, which had the trumpet, loose the four angels, which are bound in the great river Euphrates. And the four angels were loosed, which prepared for an hour, a day, a month, and a year for us to lay a third part of men. Now, this is just near the end. The sixth angel with the trumpet probably happens. Well, the angel, or the, the voice said to me, the seven seals play over seven years. The seven trumpets play over seven months. The seven vials play over seven days. So since this is the sixth trumpet, now there's nothing saying that they have to play one trumpet per month, but this is, this is preparing for Armageddon. This is probably an event that takes place definitely in the last week, probably about 72 hours before Jesus returns. Well, I think it's very interesting. The Euphrates has not been dried up. I mean, I haven't looked it up, but I'm going to guess it's, it hasn't been to this dry level for sure in centuries. 
it may be that it hasn't been at this low level in 2,000 years either. Probably since the Aswan Dam was built. Somewhere in that. In other words, all of these events, all of these events taking place, boom, 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 back to back to back. we got to start saying, okay, something is up here. Euphrates is almost dry. Revelation 16, 12. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river. And Euphrates and water was there dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty, Armageddon. As I said, this is about 72 hours before Armageddon. Now, this doesn't say that it dries up then. It's just at that time it will be dry, dry enough for the kings of the east to come over and attack Israel at the battle of Armageddon. Jeremiah 46.3 Order ye the buckler and shield. Draw near the battle. Harness the horses and get up the horsemen. This is talking about Armageddon. And stand forth with your helmets. Burn, furnish the spears and put on the brigandines. That's a coat of mail or their, um, uh, their protection, the outside protection. Let not the swift flee away, nor the mighty man escape. They shall stumble and fall toward the north by the river Euphrates. Who is this that cometh up as a flood, whose waters are moved as the waters? Now let's jump to verse 10. For this is the day of the Lord, or Armageddon, God of hosts, a day of vengeance, that he may avenge him of his adversaries, and the sword shall devour, and it shall satiate, be, it shall be satiate and may drink with their blood. For the Lord God of hosts hath a sacrifice in the north country by the river Euphrates. I don't think it's an accident that all of a sudden the Euphrates is drying up. And it's not dried totally yet, but we've never seen it, at least not in my lifetime, seen it at this low level. I think this is very important too. I reported on this right shortly after September 25th of 2014. Because on September 25th of 2014, these two cows were advertised as one was born the day before, one was born on this day. But the interesting part about the cows is the seven on their forehead. If you look at the black and white cow, and black and white says that some are blessed, some are not. In other words, when your books are in the black, you got money. And then if you look at the other car, uh, uh, cow to the right, it has a scribbled seven, and it's red. It said when your books are in the red that you are in trouble financially. So the interpretation, if this is a prophecy, and I believe it is, I believe God is saying he put a pristine seven right across the forehead of this cow, saying that there's going to be seven years of plenty, and then a scribbled seven across the forehead of this cow, and there's going to be seven years of famine. Now, the interesting part of this is September 25th of 2014, when both of these cows were revealed and presented to the public that is a Shemitah. Now, you and I say a couple, and we mean two. We say a dozen, and we mean, tw we mean 12. But when the Jews say Shemitah, they mean seven. So in that it's born on a Shemitah, that only happens one time every seven years. Both of these were the seven on their forehead. It's a prophecy. Now, what it means is the last seven years of plenty started September 25th of 2014, and the last seven years of famine started September 6th of 2021, which is another Shemitah. Now, I believe that that was saying that the tribulation has a likely time to start September 6th, 2021. 
However, I believe that time was delayed. Maybe not, but I believe it has. What that means is there's seven years of plenty, which would be followed by seven years of famine starting September 6, 2021. So I'm telling you, if you've not gone to Joseph's Kitchen and get yourself some food, I'm telling you, you're making a mistake. You are making a mistake. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard this before, let me take, give me, give me 20 seconds to tell you what's going on. So in the days of Joseph, he was told there'd be seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. So the Pharaoh authorized him to start storing up. They stored up 20% of the food that came in, and God caused it to be very fertile for seven years. And then when the, the famine came, it was wheat that the whole world lived off of for seven years. Wheat. There was some corn sold too, but it was mostly wheat. Why? Because in my opinion, wheat is probably the closest thing to what mankind should be eating. I mean, you notice, for example, the wheat versus the tares. Okay, The wheat is what the Christians are referred to. And I think it's also what we really should be eating, whole grain wheat. Well, Joseph Kitchen can show you how to take and get a machine package, and, and that's all of the instruments you need to actually physically make the bread. And then take the machine's package, then you buy how much food you want, whether you want food for six people a year, four people a year, two people for a year, one person for a year. And that is, most of the places are nine or $10,000 to feed one person for a year, Joseph's Kitchen can show you how to do it for about $1,000. So you want to pay $10,000 to feed one person for a year, or would you rather feed them better and more wholesome than most of the other ones out there for about $1,000 a year? Joseph'sKitchen.com. Use the promo code PROPHECYCLUB, and I think you get a discount. I think it's like a $50 discount or something like that. Anyway, that's the point I'm trying to make here. There's seven years of famine. In my opinion, there's no question we are in the seven years of famine right now, and it's going to get worse. Then, talking about just how close we are to the tribulation, uh, Vicki Goforth Parnell says she had the angel Gabriel visit her. The angel Gabriel unrolled a golden scroll and began to read to her and said, Here's, I'll just get to the point. Hear ye, hear ye, O heavens and the earth. A time of trials about testing and trying has arrived. It has begun. It starts right now for your world. The time of tribulation, how do you get more direct than that, okay? The time of tribulation has now come upon your world. Let it be known this time of horrors upon horrors for your world shall last 70 weeks or seven years in the calendar of your world today. Then, Bible says in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. Then, Terry Bennett has the same angel, Angel Gabriel, appear to him. He blows a loud trumpet in his presence and says, it is time. The first seal has been broken. Skip on down. He says, he stood beside me and said, the real time, Revelation chapter 5, is occurring in heaven now. That happened back in April the 2nd. Um, so all of these things are saying just how close we are or could be to the tribulation. Uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting closer and closer to getting ready to say the tribulation really has started. I'm not ready to say it for sure yet but it's getting very, very close. So I would suggest you go to josephkitchen.com. I would also suggest you need to have some gold and silver on hand. And for that, I would send you to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. Call them. Just start a dialogue. Just start talking. 
Doesn't mean you have to send them any money yet. Start talking, get an account open, see how that all works, see, because they can get you really good prices on gold and silver, and if you want them to, they can store it. Although I recommend you have a pretty good amount uh, within reach, let's put it that way, within reach, so that you could get it if, you, if your car didn't start. And that's another thing. If you want your car to start, if you want your computers to work when this trouble does hit because there's been some kind of a suitcase nuke go off or something like that, then I would send you to empshield.com, empshield.com. And if you use the promo code PROPHECY, it helps the Prophecy Club. It also gets you a $50 discount. They sell a device about the size of a cigarette package, and you stick it underneath the hood of your car. One lead goes to the battery, positive side. One lead goes to the negative side. One screws to the body, and this has been tested by military testing places, and they say that it can stop an EMP pulse. Why? Because, like the old saying that says, uh, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. So in the land that no one's car starts because there was a suitcase nuke go off 20 miles away or whatever the distance is, and your car still starts and no one else's does, your computer still works, your electricity still works, your refrigerator still works, and no one else's does, then they're going to start. I mean, you're going to be able to help a lot of people. So I'm just saying I strongly recommend that you get about preparing. The Lord told Leslie that we should prepare. Now, no one can prepare for every eventuality, but we should prepare. We should do our best to prepare as much as possible. And obviously, the most important thing to do is just ask Jesus into your heart. Ask him to be your Lord and Savior. Ask him to show you what you need to do to get prepared. As we celebrate the season, let Joseph's Kitchen make it memorable with healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread. I'm Leslie, owner and founder of Joseph's Kitchen. Our goal is to help you live a more happy and healthy life. At Joseph's Kitchen, our ingredients are ready for easy, everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage. Whether you're looking to make healthy, homemade, whole wheat bread, or want to make sure your family is prepared, Joseph's Kitchen is prepackaged to take all the guesswork out. We personally test each harvest to make sure you are getting the highest quality ingredients. At Joseph's Kitchen, we pride ourselves on our quality equipment and all natural ingredients. We are your farm to table alternative. Our ingredients are ready for easy, everyday use, but are also designed for long-term storage, making them a wonderful holiday gift for you or a loved one. Go to josephskitchen.com to order today. Be sure to use the promo code on your screen to receive your free gift. We are so excited to offer you our new product at josephskitchen.com. Go check out our new spreadable honeys. You and your family are going to love them. We have pumpkin, pecan, cinnamon, and original. It's great to put in your coffee or your tea on your brand new loaf of homemade, healthy whole wheat bread. Don't miss out on this holiday offer. Go to josephskitchen.com or call the number on your screen today. Also, I encourage you to go to watchprophecyclub.com. We have over, over 300 DVDs that were made over 25 years at Prophecy Club. Like, for example, Scalar Wave, we got a whole two-and-a-half-hour DVD on it. A lot of the things we're talking about today, <laughs> Prophecy Club was talking about them 10, 15, 20 years ago. Go to prophecyclub.com, and it's only $200 a year or $20 a month 
to watch some 300 DVDs, and probably it will take you a year to watch all 300. $20 a month, $200 a year, watchprophecyclub.com.